Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying only on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children. Music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable. And this is the Secret Teachings Radio. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, on Ground Zero Radio, groundzero.radio best place to listen to the show you can also find us on the many radio and podcast players by searching for the secret teachings 
You can listen and download the show there. But if you'd like to get rid of the advertisements, because there are algorithmically placed advertisements, visit our website at thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the full show archive. When you do that, or when you buy a copy of one of my books on the website, you keep this show on air Monday through Friday. Again, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We have no outside sponsors. Nobody hands us money. I don't have an outside job to fund this show. Entirely listener-supported, and we have been for over a decade now. In fact, we've been on air since 2009 in some capacity. The Secret Teachings started, I think, about four years after I really learned what I was doing in radio in 2013. So we've been doing The Secret Teachings for almost a decade now. And not only listener-supported, but... I've had to put my entire life into this. Every dime I get, every little bit of energy I get, everything goes into producing and bringing you this show every single night of the week. And I really appreciate those who do support us. We make so, so little income. It's incredible how far we've come over the years. And that is really because not only of my hard work, but because of you guys who support us. And it's also... Because I try to follow, at least I believe this is why, I try to follow my intuition. It might sound like I have my shows very well prepared, and in some ways I do. But most nights I have a general idea of where I'm going with the show. I have, if I'm talking about something that needs a factual basis, I have a study or I have a reference point. But I let spirit or soul, whichever word you choose to accept, guide me through each and every one of these broadcasts. I used to be terrified of public speaking. Public speaking terrified me. And thinking about public speaking in a reduced capacity on radio, which is another form of public speaking, you you just don't get to see me. That still terrified me too when I first did it. And so I conquered that fear. I overcame that fear. And I always used to think, and still when I see people that are giving presentations on stage or wherever and whatever, people performing, you know, something, I always think, I don't know if I could do that. They they sound so well-spoken. And then I realize every time I think that momentarily, it's because there's some non-physical part of, of myself, of ourselves, of each and every one of you, that when you access it, when you allow it to to express itself, will produce the most artistic, the most hard-hitting, the most spiritual, the most identifiable, whole list of words could apply here, uh, type of content. That's why I'm not into the, into the fancy uh, video work. I'm not into the fancy website work. I do that intentionally. I could put money into it, but I don't, I don't do that because I, I just don't. That's not the point of this show. Funny thing is, I was looking back at the archive over the weekend, and I noticed that shows that I name a certain way will receive hundreds or, in some cases, thousands of more downloads. So I did a show last week called New World Order 666, and it got at least 300 more downloads the first day than any other show last week. So I could just name every show like Reptilian, Alien, New World Order, you know, Everybody's Dying from the Vaccine. I, I, if I did that, it would probably be more popular uh, in terms of downloads and people would be more interested in that. 
But see, I'm not interested in appealing to emotions or bright colors and flashy videos. I'm interested in appealing to your sense of reason. I'm interested in appealing to your sense of logic. And I'm interested in appealing to your spirit and your soul. I don't want you clicking on my content because of a fancy picture or because of something something that uh, is, a, is a catchy headline. I've never been like that, and I don't want to be like that. I'm telling you this. It's Monday night, August 15th, 2022. I'm telling you this because I believe in human intellect. I believe in the human spirit. I believe in human consciousness. And I think that is, and I know that is, 100%, far more powerful and meaningful than all of the sensationalized stories, the exaggerated stories, the hyperbole, all the fallacies, all the left-right paradigm, all of the, uh, well, women in particular that, you know, basically they, they dress up with their boobs hanging out to do videos and they get millions of hits. I, I, I want to appeal to your intellect, I'm not even interested in using manipulation to, you know, sex cells or sensationalism to get to the fact. I want to just present you with raw information. That's what this show is all about. And it's not a complaint. I just want to observe that with you. I was thinking about it a lot over the weekend and how you think of something like um, COVID-19 vaccines and you have so many people, they tend to be more leaning to the political right that are willing to assign every death today to the COVID-19 vaccine. And I don't find that to be much different than all the people that tended to lean to the left during the pandemic, early days of the pandemic, who attributed every death, including motorcycle crashes, car crashes, gunshots, overdoses on drugs, suicide, everything, everybody who died, died of COVID-19. I don't think that's possible. And I don't think everybody's dying today of vaccines. Funny story to maybe encapsulate in a very simple way what I want to convey to you. I had a woman approach me on the street yesterday and she was handing out flyers for a pro-life group. And she was working with, I think it was a saint, St. Mary's Church or something like that here in Arizona. She's very nice, very nice lady. And she said, are you pro-life or pro-choice? And I said, I guess I tend to lean more pro-life, but I don't really like that label. I said, I'm more of a circumstantialist. And she said, oh, well, we're looking for people that are 100% pro-life. And I said, well, what exactly are you doing? What exactly is this flyer for? And she showed it to me. They were paying People uh, probably make more money doing that than I do this. But she said that we're, they're paying people $15 an hour starting out to go around and just basically share information. Kind of like camp, if, you're, if you ever campaign for somebody or you ever handed out flyers or you know for a business, basically that. And just sharing with people the, the good news of what it means to be pro-life. And I said, well, I'm definitely not for killing uh, babies at a, um, you know, at a point of birth. And I said, I don't really get why the laws have uh, changed and why people still think, uh, 
that abortions are either banned outright or abortions are 100% legal in all cases because that's not true in the state of Arizona. And she she kind of looked at me strange and she, she didn't even know what I was talking about. I said, the 15-week cutoff we have here. She didn't know what I was talking about. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, and she was very nice. I had, there was no issue with this conversation. We, we, we talked for a couple of minutes. She had, you know, she had a response, but it, it didn't have anything to do with the law. She didn't know about the law that was passed. And I, I was scratching my head thinking, so here's a woman who's very pro-life, but she doesn't even know what the law is. But she, not that I would have worked for this church group, but she wouldn't want to hire me because I'm not a hundred, because I won't say I'm a hundred percent pro-life, even though I know more about the legalities of it than she does. And then we got talking more and I said, what is, I said, you might know, what is the statistic? And I was, I was being sincere. I said, what is the statistic of women that choose to have abortions? And tonight's show is not about abortions. This is just an example uh, of, of, of my, my thought pattern over the weekend and, and what got me thinking for tonight's show. I said, what is the percentage? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I said, I think it's like 24 to 30% of women on average don't have uh, or don't, don't want to have the baby because they're they're literally lazy or they think the baby's going to destroy their life or they just think, oh, I can't afford this. So they're not necessarily completely practical reasons like we would be told by groups that are, you know, they're pro-choice, if you will. But she didn't know that statistic either. And she we ended up talking a few more minutes and she said she was a doula and, you know, babies are wonderful in all situations, which... I, I, if somebody is raped, I would disagree with that. And the law allows for that anyway. But I just thought it was amazing that this woman comes up to me so sweet, so nice. She asked me if I would, if I would be interested in having a job with this church group, $15 an hour, which is more than I make now. And she, she w- not that I would have taken it, but she wouldn't hire me. Like she, she said, well, since you're not, you won't say you're pro-life, we, we, we couldn't hire you. And I said, but I, like I said, we were talking, I said, I was thinking, but I'm, I'm, I actually apparently know more about this than you do. How is it possible that I know more about this than you do, but you will, you would not hire me because I won't say I'm pro-life. You know, I understand that humans need to have things put into a, a category and we need to have things put into a box that we need to understand them. And especially when we're very emotionally responsive we look at other people in boxes that might be opposite or contrary boxes to those that we reside in and we want an identity we want something to be identifiable so we can label them so we can criticize them because for some people if you get called a a christian that's a compliment for other people that's an insult for some people, if you're called a, a, a liberal, that is a compliment. For other people, that's an insult. Thinking about this, philosophically speaking, these are the thoughts that go through my head. And it's no wonder why it's difficult to... <sighs> I guess, I guess this is my problem. This is my problem that I want to share with you before we proceed any further tonight. My problem is there's a lot of times I do this show 
and I, I love doing what I'm doing, but I, I wonder how much of an effect does what I do have on, on those of you who listen. And clearly it has a really powerful effect because of, of all the emails that I receive. But I always wonder, why is it that there are so many uh, radio shows and podcasts and people in media that can seem to not really pre- present any sort of, of, of original thought, and yet they do extremely well financially, they do extremely well with viewers and listeners, and it's because they play the game, and that is a game that I refuse to play. Now, I've spent 15, 16 minutes tonight talking to you about, about my, my feelings on, on a, a few things here. And we always seem to have a, have a, a point of view or a, a discussion uh, about how things need to change. You, know, you, you hear words like that, things need to change. I'm all about the truth. I think it's about time we recognize those, those words don't mean anything. Change is not always a good thing. The truth is a lot of times incredibly subjective. I heard a, an individual give a, give a talk yesterday, a uh, radio host gave a little speech and said that we believe in freedom here in the state of Arizona and we don't like mask mandates and we don't like vaccine mandates and we don't like to be locked down. We believe in freedom. And in the same sentence said, we need more conservatives in positions of power in the state of Arizona. And we need to do something about the, the legalization of marijuana. And I sat there astounded thinking, but you just said that we need more we need more freedom. We need to be responsible for ourselves. But hey, you can't have marijuana. This is why I, I cannot align myself with any ideology. I am not a Christian. I am not a conservative. I am not a liberal. I am nothing. I am a human. I'm having an experience. I haven't figured everything out yet. And I'm trying to present you as an audience with the most up-to-date and interesting information and perspective and context on things that we typically bicker about based on our politics or our religion or wherever our attention might be focused on on the news. So here's what I have for you this evening. You can read hundreds of articles. You can watch hundreds of videos. You know what always irritates me about all the, the, the abundance of content is that very rarely do people provide the sources of where the information comes from. Mainstream media doesn't provide sources for virtually anything that they publish. In fact, most sources of, of information are reduced to an anonymous tip, a random doctor, an economist, an expert. Find the same thing in the other versions of media that are available. Sensational headlines, you know, reptilian aliens, new world order, you know, spiritual enlightenment, reincarnation. Just throw every word you can into the title so people will click on it. Fancy graphics, video work, but then it's it's like a soulless, stale thing. I, you know, I want 
raw information. I want the source of the information. So that's what I have for you tonight. I have the sources of the information I'm going to share with you. The Centers for Disease Control have updated their COVID-19 guidelines. Now, I'm sure that some of you have seen this. And of course, they did this right before the weekend. They did this, today's the 15th, so 14, 13, 12, 11. This was on Thursday last week. Circulated in the headlines Friday, dumping day. And then we became immune to it over the weekend. And now it's just another week. And I still have people messaging me, emailing me, asking me for vaccine exemption templates, mask information, because their businesses all of the sudden, places of employment all of the sudden, are wanting them to take vaccines or wear masks out of nowhere because of mandates or because of states of emergency. And these are different states all over the United States. People in uh, New York. I've got people in a few other states. I don't know exactly what states they're in. Uh, Some people haven't told me. They've just said, hey, my business here or there. Some people in the Midwest, I know for sure. So I wonder how is it that the CDC can update their guidance. And I'm going to simplify it for you as they simplified it in this graphic to align with what so-called conspiracy theorists and crazy anti-science people had been saying for two years. And that is four different steps to dealing with COVID-19. This is the CDC's new guidance as of August 11th. Number one, know your risk. Which means that if you think that you could be affected or infected, if you're immunocompromised, if you're already sort of sick, if you're older, you determine your risk. Not a business, not a governor, not a public health czar, not some little red guard on the street trying to force people to do things. You. Number two, Protect yourself. That's why they called it PPE, personal protective equipment, because you protect yourself with it. It's not other people protective equipment. It's PPE, personal protective equipment. Number three, take action if exposed. The action that you would take would include putting on a mask, taking a vaccine, social distancing, quarantining, etc., That makes more sense because if you know your risk and you act to protect yourself and you take risk if you're exposed, these are all decisions that you're making, that the individual is making. Not that a governor is making you do, not that a business is making you do, not that your place of employment is making you do, or the place that you conduct business and transactions and you go out and buy things, but you get to decide. And if you're sick or test positive, it says take action. So in other words, you're responsible for your own risk. You should protect yourself. You should take action if you've been exposed. And you should take action if you're actually sick or test positive, symptomatic or asymptomatic. This is the CDC's guidance to help you make informed decisions 
to prevent severe COVID-19. Now, you notice they say severe because, well, the virus is just with us now. According to the CDC's Greta Massetti, in a CDC press release, this guidance acknowledges that the pandemic is not over, but also helps us move to a point where COVID-19 no longer severely disrupts our daily lives. We know that COVID-19 is here to stay. Now, if you'd like a copy of this infographic that the CDC published or this press release or their MMWR August 11th, 2022 CDC summary guidance where they've changed the COVID-19 mitigation strategy, I have copies of all of that and I can send it directly to your email. Just email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Summary of guidance for minimizing the impact of COVID-19 on individual persons, communities, and healthcare systems. The United States, August 2022. This is the CDC and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So what we have here is the CDC saying that it's your responsibility, your decision if you want a vaccine, your decision if you want a mask, your decision if you want to take a test, your decision if you decide to quarantine, your decision if you decide to lock yourself down, they'll provide the guidance you make the final determination. And that's all based on the CDC's acknowledged reality now that COVID-19 is here to stay. So then, what was that stuff that just happened the last two years? What were all the businesses that got shut down, the relationships that were destroyed, the children that lost vital exposure hours to educational material? What was all that stuff that just happened? The fighting, the people being kicked out of businesses, the people being arrested, the people not being able to travel or fly or take a bus. What was all that then? It was an exercise in authoritarianism. That's what it was. We were so eager to play pandemic, we did not realize that we were making a deal, a pact. We traded something very important. We traded ethics, we traded reason, logic, morality, spiritual importance for something that the system promised to give us health or whatever. A Faustian bargain or a Faustian bargain. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight on The Secret Teachings, the Faustian or Faustian bargain. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. White Bat Audio is the music. There's a lot more after this. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of the Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player 
or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable. You are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us. The Faustian Bargain is a pact made by an individual with an entity, usually with the devil, to trade something of spiritual importance, soul, spirit, life, in exchange for something material. Maybe that's power. Maybe that's wealth. Maybe that's women or men. Or maybe you want something more specific. The Faustian bargain could also be called the Faustian bargain. We traded quite a bit for the Faustian bargain. And what did we get in return? We got the fake riches and the fake power and the fake knowledge. That all those magicians and sorcerers who have made deals with the devil and demons have gotten all throughout human history. In fact, once you've made the deal with the devil, what usually happens is you realize that the deal you made doesn't actually pan out the way that you want it to. And therefore, you have to do things that become increasingly 
perverse that become increasingly disturbing and grotesque in order to prevent the devil from claiming your soul as traditionally the devil always attempts to take possession of your soul and violate the contract that he had signed with you. If you didn't know this, the devil is not usually very good at keeping his word as the father of lies. So the Faustian bargain is trading something that is human, spiritual, for something that is worldly or material. Now, it might not be that the riches or the power or the information that you obtain is, is worthless. It's worth something here. But there's a metaphor concealed within the Faustian bargain, and that metaphor is that what you trade the soul and the spirit for is ultimately worthless, regardless of how much wealth you actually obtain and how much power you actually obtain and how much knowledge of some specific thing, usually of riches and power or of knowledge over women or something to that effect. No matter what it is, it's ultimately fleeting. And the devil, the demons that you make the deal with, always try to override the contract and to take your soul and your spirit early. So, it goes that throughout history, those who have made these types of bargains, and I talk about this in my book, Occult Arcana, huge section on Faustian bargains. You can find it at thesecretteachings.info only at thesecretteachings.info. Physical and digital copies. Those that make these deals recognize sometimes that, well, the deal wasn't what they thought it was. So the devil comes after them. And in order to prevent the devil from taking their soul, they begin to engage in activity that will temporarily appease the devil. And those activities become more and more demonic, more and more distorted. They include the activities of ultimately harming and bringing pain and suffering to the most innocent. Hence, you get the idea of a child sacrifice, although the idea of a kid relates to a goat, a small goat, a baby goat, a kid. But child sacrifice is certainly a thing, infanticide, infant sacrifices, ultimately a thing that has been performed throughout human history. Some people would perform these actions, not just of animals, but of humans as well. Animal sacrifices, human sacrifices. There's a metaphor there as well. There's, a, there's an animal side of, of the self that must be sacrificed for one to come into better communication with God or with the divine. But those that perform these acts, they become more and more disconnected from source and they are actively engaged in harming the innocent. Always, always, always the child, the baby becomes the source of their power, the drinking of its blood or the burying of its body for protection alive or sacrifice of that child to the devil to the Satan, to demons, whatever. Even to God, I guess, depending on how you define God. That is the Faustian bargain. Oops, did I say Faustian? I meant Faustian. See, we traded a lot for the Faustian bargain, too. We traded our freedom of movement. We traded our freedom of conversation. We traded our freedom of congregation. We traded our freedom of employment, commerce. We traded our freedom of friends and family. We traded 
our freedoms. And at this point, you recognize we traded a lot. We traded our freedoms of bodily autonomy. We traded our freedoms of the breath of life that God breathed into the nostrils of Adam. We traded our freedom of thought, consciousness, and spirit. I want you to think about that for a second. We traded our freedom of thought. Just like speech and text and publication and even protest are natural civil liberties that are expressions of thought. And when people try to censor what you say and what you write and what you publish and what you protest, they are censoring thought. So when we trade our thought, we're not allowed to ask questions. Does the governor have the authority to issue these mandates? Do we have to abide by them? These are not laws. Do we have to follow these laws? Do we have to follow what we think are laws? Do we have to follow these mandates and directives and dictums and policies? Can businesses actually fire you for refusing to cover your face to the point where you can't breathe and perform your duties? We're not allowed to ask those questions. We're not allowed to ask those questions. So we traded thought. But just like thought expresses itself through words and language and writing and protest and publication and all these other things that are civil liberties and natural rights, thought also comes from somewhere else. Thought comes from a non-corporeal plane. Thought is the spirit. It's the soul. Which means we traded our thought in this Faucian bargain. We traded our souls and our spirits in this Faucian bargain. We traded a lot in this Faucian bargain. And what were we promised in return? We'd be safe. We'd be healthy. We're just as unsafe and just as unhealthy today as we were two two and a half, three years ago. No matter how many vaccines you pump into people, no matter how safe and effective they are or aren't, no matter how many antivirals you give people, no matter how many times you shove a respirator down their throat, no matter how many masks you put on, no matter how much you watch CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, and think that you're informed, the leading causes of death in the United States of America include heart disease, which is three-quarters, probably more, at least three-quarters, totally preventable and reversible with lifestyle changes, and fentanyl. Those are two huge leading causes of death. Have you seen a single state of emergency at a state level or a federal level declared because of something like drug overdoses, the opioid, opiate crises, heart disease, diabetes, stroke. Any crisis for those? Heart disease kills 610,000 a year. Smoking kills 410,000 a year, roughly. Their most recent heart disease numbers are closer to 700,000. Those aren't glitches on a computer screen, by the way. As the CDC told us, about 72 to 75,000 of COVID-19 deaths they had recorded were actually glitches. Those are people. Those are people that died 
from preventable, treatable medical conditions. So our leaders and health officials clearly are not concerned with the public health. They're clearly not concerned with certain groups of people that are, well, they seem to be more marginalized, right? African-Americans, blacks, poorer people, depending on what part of the country you're in. Those are the people that tend to suffer the most from problems that are preventable and reversible. And a lot of that has to do with education. And yet, they are the ones that are put under the microscope. And we are told that they need more vaccines, they need more antivirals because they're sicker. And it is true that there are certain sects of our population that are sicker. Here's an article from Health Lab. Health Lab and a whole bunch of others are talking about the COVID-19 booster shots coming this fall. And they tell you in the headline, most older adults are ready to roll up their sleeves. Really? Is that true? I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that that's not true. But here's what the article says. The virus has had an especially lethal impact on people over 65, as well as on black adults over 50, and people with low incomes. The poll... It's just a poll. It's not even based on raw statistical data. The poll finds that 68% of people in each of these groups who have had a COVID-19 vaccine in the past say they are very likely to get a COVID-19 booster this fall. See, they have a poll that makes you think, well, since most of the people in the poll said they would get it, I should get it too, because you always want to be in the majority. You always want to be on the winning team. A lethal impact on people over 65. That's because... The life expectancy of male adults in the United States and the life expectancy of female adults in the United States isn't too far beyond what the death cutoff is for COVID-19. The life expectancy in the United States, which is probably home to the highest life expectancy in the world, with the exception of a few, uh, few parts of Japan and uh, South Asia. It's about 78 years old. That's the life expectancy. And most people start to go downhill in their 60s, depending on you know, what the condition is. A lot of people spend the last 10 years of their life uh, either in pain, drugs, surgeries, doctor visits, etc., so basically, they're telling you that people that are on the verge of death anyway within a 10-year time frame, they're the most likely to die of COVID-19. No, they're the most likely to die of natural causes. They're the most likely to die because they're older. A sniffle, a sore throat, a cough. Hell, I saw an article recently that said that uh, new viruses, there's new viruses all over the place, uh, new viruses are coming out daily. We've had, uh, we've had new viruses that have been discovered in China. We've had uh, viruses that have reportedly um, come out of Africa. New virus called Langya. And they say that these viruses are so deadly, so dangerous, 
and then they tell you the side effects of exposure or the symptoms are, well, you get a sore throat and some achy legs. See, language is part of that Faustian bargain. Not only should you be careful what you wish for, you have to be careful in dealing with supernatural and powerful forces that what you say is what you mean and what they say is what they mean. Like you ever seen the, 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 the second Batman uh, of the Christopher Nolan series with the Joker, right? Where the Joker's holding the woman out the window and Batman says, let her go. And he says, poor choice of words. And he lets her go out the window. That's the kind of deal that you make with chaos. That's the kind of deal that you make with the devil. That's the kind of Faustian or Faustian bargain that you make. See, they tell you that you could stay home for a little bit and everything will be fine, but then you got to do it again. They don't tell you if you stay home, you won't have to do it again. They just say, if you stay home for two weeks, everything will be okay. And then after two weeks, well, it's okay, but there are still other things, so you need to stay home a little bit longer. The CDC has now updated their guidance for COVID-19. And the guidance places people that are unvaccinated into the same category with people who have been vaccinated. Now, this is probably a very confusing thing for a lot of people. And remember, language is very important. Words are very important. Remember what I always tell you on this show. It's supposed to be confusing. It's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to be chaotic. So you don't realize what is going on. If you don't have time to research and read like I do because this is my job, you listen to shows like this to learn something, to get access to information that you otherwise don't have time to, to, to get or to research or to look for. For the average person that doesn't have that kind of time, and even for people like me who do have the time to do the research, it's still incredibly confusing, overwhelming, and it makes you want to squeeze your head until it explodes or maybe squeeze your head to stop it from exploding. It's anxiety inducing. It's meant to be. You're not, you're not meant to understand it. Nobody is. I'm not meant to understand it. You're not meant to understand it. Doctors aren't meant to understand it. Nobody's meant to understand it. The CDC's new guidance Sounds like common sense. Know your risk. Protect yourself. Take action if exposed. Take action if you're sick or test positive. It's your decision now. Your decision. Now, in the next hour, I'm going to get into the details of the summary of guidance for minimizing the impact of COVID-19 on individual persons. This is the CDC's new COVID-19 guidance. Nine pages, well, maybe eight, Seven and a half if you take off the references. Seven if you take off the references. They also published a photograph here, a graphic, with the guidance to help you make informed decisions. So we're going to get into that tonight. But before we do that, I have some audio clips I'd like to play for you. These audio clips are really telling. Here is Dr. Faust, the Faustian, Faustian bargain, saying that too bad Americans don't adhere to what the authorities tell them to do. It's a bad thing when you don't listen to authorities. You should listen. Unfortunately, given the fatigue that we right. have in this country, 
from two and a half years of this, everyone is tired of it. So it's very difficult, superimposed upon an anti-vax type feeling among some, superimposed upon the political divisiveness we have in this country, which, you know, and, and the social media misinformation and disinformation, it's very difficult to get people to adhere to common sense public health measures. Common sense public health measures. Oh, you mean when Joe Biden told us that we wouldn't get sick if we got the vaccine? They're, you're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. You mean when he tested positive six times with boosters, with vaccines? And so, how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that? What's the big deal? Then they tell you that when you spread the disease to somebody else after you get a vaccine, that's called a breakthrough case. What are the chances of the president of the United States, who has access probably to some of the most best and if not most advanced medicine, can test positive day after day after day after day after day after day after receiving multiple vaccines, multiple boosters, and quarantining, and he still tests positive, 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 positive. What does that tell you? Well, not only did Biden lie to you, not only did Biden gaslight you, not only did Fauci gaslight you, not only did Dr. Bricks gaslight you, they then admit that they're wrong. Here's Dr. Bricks admitting she knew the vaccine would not work. Um, I did want to get your take on a lot of people looking at the president now having this and all these people who have been fully vax- vaccinated and, and boosted and all of that, and they're getting it. The 20 percent or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, well, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But let's be very clear. 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. So more than half, roughly half of the people that died from Omicron were vaccinated, but they were they were older. We believe the vaccines will work. Well, belief isn't science. Belief is faith. Belief is more keen to a theological dogma. Belief is more like what the New England Journal of Medicine, that's the New England Journal of Medicine, not before it's news, that's the New England Journal of Medicine, that reported this back in May of 2020 when I was telling you the same thing because I was reading what the New England Journal of Medicine was writing. It is also clear that masks serve symbolic roles. Masks are not only tools, they are also talismans that may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety well-being, and trust in their hospitals. The New England Journal of Medicine, and these were doctors that wrote this, literally says that masks are talismans. I don't know how much more magical and occult you could get. Dr. Brick says, we believe the vaccine works. 
but she knew it didn't work. But you should still get it because it could prevent really severe cases, but it doesn't. And the people that got it actually died, but that's because they were older. So did they actually die of the vaccine or did they die because they were older or did the vaccine trigger their body's death throw response? You see how all of this is really, really confusing? You see how you've been gaslit? I mean, literal gaslighting. Remember when the White House and Congress voted and approved an, uh, a ban on Russian oil and we read you the ban and it doesn't actually ban the oil, but they told us that gas prices and energy costs would go up, would go up because of the ban. It just banned uh, non-contracted oil and energy. But most of it, like 90% is contracted, so it didn't actually ban that. Prices went up anyway, and then they blamed it on Putin, and they blamed it on gas station owners, and now that gas prices drop a little bit because people aren't buying as much gas, so supply and demand comes into a, a greater effect. They take credit for it and say, oh, it's all the president's response. I mean, that is the absolute ironic definition of gaslighting. And they've done the same thing with vaccines. They've done the same thing with masks from the very beginning. It's a talisman. It's just meant to make you feel better. Fauci even said that. Remember Fauci said that there's no reason to be walking around in a mask. Masks might make people feel better, but there's no reason to be walking around in a mask. Here is JAMA. Journal of the American Medical Association research letter published by a handful of doctors, PhDs. I believe that this is from, I want to say New Zealand. I think this was a New Zealand study. References to journal articles from the Netherlands, South Africa, and Iceland. And they found in this study, you won't believe this, I can send you a copy of it if you'd like, and it does say here this is an Icelandic study. So this is an Icelandic study. Surprisingly, two or more doses of vaccine were associated with a slightly higher probability of reinfection compared with one dose or less. In other words, if you get two doses of the vaccine, you actually have a higher chance of becoming infected or they say reinfected. Because when you take the vaccine, whatever it does to your body triggers the body's response to test positive for, well, the so-called virus. Same thing happens when you take the vaccine. You test positive in a lot of cases for HIV. I think it's the body's natural response to being poisoned. It's the body's natural response to being toxified. This is the study JAMA Network rate of SARS-CoV-2 reinfection during the Omicron wave in Iceland. People that got two vaccines were more likely to be reinfected. Here is also an audio clip, really important audio clip, Dr. Fauci talking about menstruation in women. Um, menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines. Yeah, though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. We need to study it more. We need to study the menstrual issue more. People that have received vaccines that have menstrual issues or 
women that have spent time around others who have had the vaccines that then suddenly develop menstrual problems. Funny, because here is a study, COVID-19 vaccination temporarily impairs semen concentration and total motile count among semen donors. And if you read the study, that's precisely what they find. Sperm concentrations, semen concentrations are lower in those who receive the vaccine. So if you receive the vaccine, you're more likely to get reinfected. If you receive the vaccine, you have your sperm count load. If you receive the vaccine, you have irregular menstrual cycles. And if you receive the vaccine, they just believe it'll help you. It doesn't actually help you. But they got you to believe that it'll help you. They got you to believe the mask would work. They got you to participate in their death cult rituals, whereby you traded thought, consciousness, spirit, and soul for the perception of safety and social authority to bully others around to follow the science, which changes on a daily basis, which is not science. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Please don't go anywhere. Stay with us. If you do go somewhere, thesecretteachings.info. Check out the archive. Tomorrow, the show will be uploaded. Subscribe to the show. Please grab a copy of one of my books. Support us. We don't have any financing or funding outside of this show. What you support us with. Thank you so much. We'll be back. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. If you missed any of our previous broadcasts or if you can't listen to the full show, you can listen on the website. There's a free archive there or in the radio and podcast player of your choice. We do ask you to subscribe to the archive weekly, monthly, or yearly because that supports this show and keeps us on air Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. Clyde has a different archive, though, so you'll have to subscribe to him separately. You don't get his archive with mine, and you don't give mine with his. Secretteachings.info. You can also find my books there. That is how you keep this show on air. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have any money coming in from outside sources. It is all listener-supported and has been now for over a decade. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. For some reason, I've got dozens of people, hundreds of people following us on Twitter. But every time I see so-and-so followed you, so-and-so followed you, so-and-so followed you, my Twitter follower ticker doesn't actually count up. So I don't know what's going on with that. But please check us out on Twitter. I post the show promos there every night. And uh, if you can see them, please comment on them, share them, tweet them, retweet them. I don't really understand Twitter, if I'm being honest with you, but I do have the account there for a presence. I was unable to post anything on Gab. I don't really trust Gab, so I can't really use them anymore because they won't let me post anything. And of course, our our main page has been facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, which I probably wouldn't even have that, honestly, if I hadn't gone to film school and they sort of made us create a Facebook page. And uh, I turned that into the secret teachings radio page uh, many, many, many years ago, like 10 years ago. So that's the social media. That's how you can get a hold of us, get in contact with us. The Faustian bargain. I'm sure a lot of you know what the Faustian bargain is. It's basically a deal, a pact that you make with a demon or a spirit, the devil. And you trade something of spiritual or moral value. You trade something that is important, that isn't physical, for something that is physical. Wealth, power, knowledge. Now what you get from the devil isn't necessarily fake. Like the money that you might obtain, the power you might obtain, it's real. But it's also fleeting. It's also an illusion. It's like Apollonius of Tyana and the Lamia, a story I tell of the vampire in my book, Occult Arcana, one of the last chapters in the book. It's a huge book. It's like 600 pages or some 550, 600 pages. It's almost like a, a ream of computer paper. So it's a massive book. 
you can get at the secretteachings.info only. Do not buy it on Amazon. Buy it at the secretteachings.info for a lot of reasons. I don't want to support Amazon is one of the big ones. But this story is um, it's a fascinating account of, of uh, the vampire and or the Lamia and basically what amounts to the, the introductory stages of a Faustian bargain. Uh, the, the, the idea that all the wealth, all the, the beautiful things, all the, the fine silverware, and it's a story of a, of a wedding between a man and a, and, a, and a beautiful woman, but the woman is a vampire, and she's not real, and neither is the wedding ceremony. It's all fake. It all evaporates into nothingness. She's actually an, an ugly old uh, vampiric spirit. That's what the Faustian bargain is, and that's what the Faustian bargain is. We traded a whole lot in this Faustian bargain. We were terrified, petrified, terrorized that we would get sick, we would die, the whole world was coming to an end. And it turns out none of that was actually true. It turns out all the computer model projections of death counts turned out to be false. They were no different than the climate models. They're not based on stats or data. They're based on what the outcome is intended to be, or at least intended to be in the public mind. And we traded a lot. We traded employment. We traded friends. We traded family. We traded basic human decency. We traded all that for a little bit of social power to berate and demean people who didn't wear a mask, to berate and demean people who didn't social distance or to berate and demean people who did wear a mask and did social distance but didn't do it the right way, the way you were doing it because you were doing it better. We traded a lot. We traded a lot, and we got very little in return. In fact, the social wealth that we acquired, the social credit and clout we acquired, evaporate just as soon as we acquire them. The power that we thought we obtained or the perception of health and public safety that we thought we obtained was not so. I played you the clip in the last segment. Dr. Bricks, remember Dr. Bricks? She went away. She must have tested pretty negatively on the social acceptance scorecard. She conducted... um, or had an interview conducted with her. She was part of an interview a couple weeks ago where she said that she believes vaccines work, but she knew that they would not work. She actually says that. Take a listen. Why bother? Why bother? What do you, what do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you. We do believe it will protect you, but particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made. She knew the vaccines were not going to protect against infection. Well, then she definitely didn't tell Joe Biden that you're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. So how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? 
making sure you're vaccinated so you don't spread the disease to anybody else. That is a talking point crafted by the NIH, Yale University, clinicaltrials.gov. That is a talking point of the American Medical Association. That is a talking point just like every other talking point of every other subject that the mainstream media peddles over and over and over again because it's what they were given to peddle. It's not an original thought. It's a think tank or a group or an organization or a philanthropist that comes up with these kinds of ideas, these contradictory ideas, these fallacies to terrorize and to make people feel bad. Patriotism means doing exactly what we tell you to do. No, that's the opposite of patriotism. It's not doing exactly what you're told to do by a government that is openly lying to you. Bragging about lying to you. So Dr. Brick says they believe that the vaccines work. Now, this isn't a show about vaccines, but I want to share with you once more. I don't think I could read this enough. The New England Journal of Medicine in May of 2020 published this. It is also clear that masks serve symbolic roles. Masks are not only tools, they are also talismans that may help increase, may help, may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety, well-being, and trust in their hospitals. In other words, they are a talisman. They are a sigil. They represent something symbolically, but they don't actually have physical practicality. We believe vaccines work. Masks are talismans. JAMA Network, J-A-M-A, JAMA Network, rate of SARS-CoV-2 reinfection during the Omicron wave in Iceland. Here's a study out of Iceland, and it says this. Surprisingly, two or more doses of vaccine were associated with a slightly higher probability of reinfection compared with one dose or less. In other words, if you get two doses, you're more likely to become reinfected. They don't like to call it reinfected. They like to call it a breakthrough case. It's not radiation, it's sunshine rays, right? You're not a janitor, you're a building maintenance professional or a health maintenance professional, not a doctor. And then here is Dr. Fausti talking about the wild conspiracy theory that was women having abnormal menstrual cycles. Granted, a lot of women might have become extremely anxious and worried about this. And of course, we know anxiety will cause abnormal menstrual cycles. So I don't think every abnormal menstrual cycle is because of a vaccine or because of somebody coming into contact with someone who had a vaccine. But it is interesting that Dr. Fauci actually acknowledged the menstrual thing and said, well, we got to study it more. Um, menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines. Yeah, though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. We need to study it more. So it didn't exist. Now it's transient and temporary, but we also need to study it more. Shouldn't you have done that before you released the vaccines? Oh, and here's another study. This is a huge, huge, huge report. COVID-19 vaccination BNT162B2 Temporarily impairs semen concentration. Go take a look at that if you want to read it. I will get you a copy of it. Sperm concentration decrease 
after receiving the BNT162B2 shot. Does that make um, any uh, alarm bells go off in your head? It should. Because they're, they're telling you that those vaccines are causing menstrual irregularities. It's admitted officially. And they're telling you that sperm concentrations are lowered in men. Sounds a little bit like eugenics. Sounds a little bit like sterilization. Hell, I can take you back to the 1990s. Fertility regulating vaccines. I got a copy of the actual World Bank global government organized summit where they talked about fertility regulating vaccines. It's a real thing. Fertility regulating vaccines. Just type it in fertility regulating vaccines. PDF, type in PDF, and it should bring up the report. It's called Fertility Regulating Vaccines Report of a Meeting Between Women's Health Advocates and Scientists to Review the Current Status of the Development of Fertility Regulating Vaccines. The UNDP, the UNFPA, and the World Health Organization, along with the World Bank Special Program for Research, Development, and Research Training in Human Reproduction. It says, the short paper is an attempt to present the rationale for fertility regulating vaccines. So, I don't know about you, but I find that to be highly suspicious, especially considering that from an esoteric and occult and spiritual point of view and angle, the deal we made for these vaccines, the deal we made for these masks, the deal we made for the overhauling of society in the name of the Great Reset, i.e. the Great Leap Forward, i.e. Build Back Better, i.e. the Financial Reset, i.e. a conspiracy that wasn't true, but it is true, but it's actually a good conspiracy because now they're telling you the New World Order is a resetting of your financial systems and you're going to get all your debt wiped out and that's great. It's a big scam is what it is. We talked about that last week on the show. But this is what we traded for our thought and our freedom of expression and movement. Our thought, which comes from the spirit and soul. We traded our spirit and soul for what looks like the beginning phases of the extermination of the human race, or at least that's what the eugenicists are aiming for. I think the spirit and the soul is much more dynamic and much more fiery and much more powerful than this. And I think that consciousness will override these systems. I think consciousness can short circuit these systems. But this is an outright declaration that sperm is affected. Menstruation is affected. We even know if you've read the vaccine inserts, we, we know for sure. We even know in fact, to go back before the inserts, Dr. Wolfgang Wodarg and Dr. Michael Yeadon said that vaccines of this type, the mRNAs, would prevent formation of the placenta, which would result, this is a quote, this would then also prevent the formation of a placenta, which would result in vaccinated women essentially becoming infertile. And if you read further, you can find in the medical literature for the vaccines that they actually don't affect the pregnancy. They affect the placenta. They don't affect the, the fetus. Well, if you don't have a placenta, you don't have a fetus. And of course, as a result of that, a study out of Israel showed that COVID-19 can actually cause stillbirth by entering the placenta and terminating the pregnancy. Sure, it's got to be the 
virus itself, not a vaccine. All of this, by the way, is it's it's an enormous book. Uh, I have a book called The Technological Elixir. There's a 60 plus page chapter, size 11 font, six by nine book. So it's a, it's a really, really hefty book. There's so much stuff in here. I can't even begin to explain it. I forget half the stuff I wrote. Huge book, though, The Technological Elixir. And there's a big chapter in it on this where I have all the studies, all the research. As updated as I, I can't update it every day. There's stuff that comes out you know, on, the, on an hourly basis. But as much of it I could fit into there as possible uh, is there. And you can find that book at thesecretteachings.info. You buy that book or my book, Occult Arcana, and you support this show and keep us on air. I also have a new book coming out, Liberty Shrugged. That should be coming out very, very soon. There's a page on the website. You can check it out now uh, as well. So this is the Faustian, Faustian bargain that we've made. And I don't believe that everybody die, who's dying today is dying of the vaccine. But here's an interesting news report from Taiwan. Take a listen to this. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with Nancy Pelosi. Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. So people dying right after they get the vaccine. You have to listen to that again, especially if you just caught parts of it. Maybe you're working. I'm going to play it again for you, okay? Listen to this. A news report from Taiwan. The people that are getting the vaccine are outpacing in terms of death people that actually have the so-called virus. Take a listen to this. People dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. This isn't a coincidence. This isn't an accident. This is intentional. It's not just in Taiwan. Take a listen to Dr. Kelly Victory. San Diego, good morning, America. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses, such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Here to give us her take on the new data and what she believes could be causing the rise in numbers is emergency medicine and disaster specialist, Dr. Kelly Victory. Dr. Victory, good morning. Great to talk to you as always. Good morning, Jason. Thanks for having me. Okay, we want to make sure that anytime we talk, we want to make sure the information that we have is accurate. So let's start this interview by telling us, I've, I've seen your correspondence here, what is the source of the information that you're about to present? Well, this information became uh, available to me or on my radar last week following a hearing with Senator Ron Johnson, uh, who was looking at sort of what he calls a second opinion on the entire response to the COVID pandemic. 
The medical data was released by three career military physicians who got the information from the military database that collects what we call ICD codes, which are the diagnosis codes. And these physicians had a feeling, they believed based on their own observation that they were seeing a significant uptick in certain conditions. So they actually went back and called the database from the military on certain conditions over a five year period from 2016 through 2020, uh, notably uh, containing one year, 2020, of the full-blown pandemic. So they looked at 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20 at the prevalence of certain conditions, including things like heart attack, blood clots to the lung, miscarriages, those sorts of things. And they compared it to the incidence of those same things in the calendar year 2021 and saw an alarming increase in certain things. For example, they saw a 270% increase in myocardial infarction in 2021, a 300% increase in incidence of Bell's palsy and of certain neurologic complaints, uh, a 470% increase in pulmonary embolisms. That is the San Diego Good Morning America show with Dr. Kelly Victory. This is official government statistical data. Massive increases, non-COVID-related deaths that otherwise would not be happening. Not every death is related to COVID-19 or vaccines. I know that might be hard to believe for the left and the right. But certainly, the numbers of people that are dying, taking a vaccine, otherwise healthy, they're off the charts. Hundreds and hundreds of percentage points of increase. She's mentioning Bell's palsy. They're talking about myocarditis. These are things that we were told were not real, were not true, all a conspiracy. Now not only are they true and not a conspiracy, sperm count reduction, sperm count concentration, and menstrual cycle irregularities that Fauci says, well, we just need to study that more. If you go and you look at the FDA and Pfizer release of documents pertaining to the COVID-19 vaccine just for Pfizer, the long list of side effects is page after page after page after page after page after page after page. Listing things that if you sat and read through it, you would need a medical dictionary You've probably never heard of some of the conditions. Over and over and over again, we're told that there are no effects. There are just positive responses to the body. And then they release dozens and dozens and dozens and thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of documents by federal court order. And what do we find? Well, we find page after page after page after page of known side effects. And then the funny thing is, the CEO of Moderna Stefan Bonsall says we need COVID-19 shots every single year like an iPhone. And then the reporter, if you can call her that, who's asking him the questions, says, that's the dream. That's the dream. That's what we need. Take a listen to this. 
There are around 10 viruses that circulate in the world. Some of them mutate fast, like flu or COVID, some don't. We think we can put in a single product a lot of mRNAs taking care of all those viruses and that once a year you should be able to get an annual booster, single dose, that has in the vial all those mRNAs for all those viruses that are of course adapted to the strain of a season like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone, where as you know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September uh, and you get new apps and you get refreshed apps. And that's exactly the same idea, which is you'll get COVID and flu and RSV in your single dose and you'll get what's the best science of the moment to protect you for the strain circulating now and in the fall winter. So we can combine all those things and provide to people around the world the annual booster, so only one shot, and they don't worry about the winter and they have a nice falling winter. Well, that's kind of the dream, but when does that become a reality, do you think? Oh, it's the dream. It's the dream having an annual vaccine. You know, this has nothing to do with vaccines or masks or COVID-19, but I also find it really strange that it's a cultural conditioning that we go buy phones once a year, that we buy and upgrade and update our cars once a year if you have that kind of money, but every couple of years for some people leasing, trading in. And I've known so many people that are so concerned with the environment and resources, but they're trading in their phone every year and they're trading in their car every couple of years. And you think maybe we should just stick with the phone we have, stick with the car that we have if we're really concerned about resources. That's a separate issue. But just like an iPhone, just like an iPhone, you'll get your COVID-19 update every year because, as the CDC's Greta Massetti said, this guidance, the new guidance, acknowledges that the pandemic is not over but also helps us move to a point where COVID-19 no longer severely disrupts our daily lives. We know that COVID-19 is here to stay. Well, we know it's here to stay. Wow. If it's here to stay, don't you think maybe based on this new guidance that the CDC was wrong the whole time and it would have been up to the individual to one, know their risk from the beginning two, protect themselves three, take action if exposed and four, take action if sick or testing positive. Did we really need to shut down society? That's the new COVID-19 guidance. Final segment tonight. I'm digging into the CDC's new guidance. I'm going to share with you the actual document. I can present you with all the information. Anything I've said tonight, I can share with you the study, the actual link to the study, not some before its news website, the actual link to the study. I will share it with you. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. I share it free. I make no money off this. Just when we have subscribers and we sell a couple of books, please support this show, thesecretteachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com. Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. It is Monday, August 15th, 2022. There's more after this. Stay with us. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. 
It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. I've just pulled up the list of adverse events of special interest, the cumulative analysis of post-authorization adverse event reports for BNT162B2. That's the same vaccine from Pfizer that was tested and found to reduce sperm concentrations in men. Women don't have sperm. But uh, obviously we have to make that statement today because of the situation that we're facing culturally. So for men, reduced sperm for women, irregular menstrual cycles. We played you the clip of Dr. Fauci noting that. We played you the clip of Dr. Bricks saying that they only believe vaccines work, even though she said she knew they wouldn't work. I read to you the New England Journal of Medicine. New England Journal of Medicine back in 2020 stating 
unequivocally that masks do not work. They only make people feel safer and that they are, quote, talismans that may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety, well-being, and trust in their hospitals. So it's about belief then. It's about talismans then. It's about sigils. Here is the whole list of side effects from the Pfizer vaccine. If you want a copy of that, I can also provide you with a copy of that. Just email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. I'll try to get back to you as best and as soon as possible. I'm going to try to put some of these things in a single email and I can just forward it out when uh, the time is necessary. So here is the Centers for Disease Control just this last week telling us that the guidance for COVID-19 has changed and that if you've had a vaccine or if you haven't had a vaccine, they're still encouraging you to do the same old thing. But they're also telling you that it doesn't make much of a difference whether you have a vaccine or don't have a vaccine. Everybody can basically go back to normal. And it's up to the individual to make the decision for themselves. The reason for that, CDC Greta Massetti said in a press release, and I have a copy of that if you'd like it as well, this guidance acknowledges that the pandemic is not over, but also helps us move to a point where COVID-19 no longer severely disrupts our lives. We know that COVID-19 is here to stay. So they give a little infographic to the public. Four different things that you should know to help prevent severe COVID-19. Know your own risk, protect yourself, take action if exposed, and take action if you are sick or test positive. Now, you can read about this on websites that are alternative media. You can read about this maybe if mainstream media covers it at all, which there has been a few stories published. For example, NPR published a story, New COVID-19 Guidance from CDC Focuses on Individual Decisions. But, of course, that had to be thrown down the memory hole and they changed the headline to, with new guidance, CDC ends tests to stay for schools and relaxes COVID rules. Because words matter quite a bit, especially if you're saying that it's the individual that gets to make the decision, which is what it should have been and what I decided would be the case for me from the very beginning. Personally, I still don't believe that there is a virus that is affecting people. There are things that are observed under microscopes. There are things that are observed in tests. I don't believe that there is a virus causing a specific set of symptom complex. That's what I don't believe. I don't believe that a virus is causing a certain set of symptoms. I do know, based on the FDA and the Pfizer data, that I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a half pages of side effects that are known when you take the COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer. That, I believe, that is direct correlation, direct causation. In the same way that this report from Taiwan documents how people who have the vaccine are dying at a higher rate than people who don't have the vaccine. People are dying from the vaccine at a higher rate of people from people that are dying from the virus itself. Take a listen. Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. 
Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. You ever seen those commercials? If you can't afford your drugs, AstraZeneca may be able to help. If the fun music plays, that's AstraZeneca. If you want to call the world's population, AstraZeneca may be able to help. I guess they're giving these, maybe they're sending these advertisements to a billionaire philanthropist, eugenicist. I mean, Bill Gates is watching TV. He gets a different advertisement, not for drugs. He gets an advertisement for genocide, for eugenics. You want to call the population? You want to reduce this number to zero? AstraZeneca may be able to help. 600 people that died in Taiwan died taking the vaccine, dying from the vaccine. They overwhelmingly took the AstraZeneca vaccine. Then Dr. Kelly Victory, San Diego, Good Morning America. I'm going to play this one more time for you, and then the big story. I'm going to read through this entire summary guidance as best as I can. Take a listen. Good Morning America. There is also Stefan Bonsel, CEO of Moderna, saying you would get the, the vaccine every year. It's like an iPhone. Play that for you, too, maybe. But here is Dr. Kelly Victory. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses, such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Here to give us her take on the new data and what she believes could be causing the rise in numbers is emergency medicine and disaster specialist, Dr. Kelly Victory. Dr. Victory, good morning. Great to talk to you as always. Good morning, Jason. Thanks for having me. Okay, we want to make sure that anytime we talk, we want to make sure the information that we have is accurate. So let's start this interview by telling us, I've, I've seen your correspondence here, what is the source of the information that you're about to present? Well, this information became uh, available to me or on my radar last week following a hearing with Senator Ron Johnson, uh, who was looking at sort of what he calls a second opinion on the entire response to the COVID pandemic. The medical data was released by three career military physicians who got the information from the military database that collects what we call ICD codes, which are the diagnosis codes. And these physicians had a feeling, they believed based on their own observation that they were seeing a significant uptick in certain conditions. So they actually went back and called the database from the military on certain conditions over a five year period from 2016 through 2020, uh, notably con you know, or, uh, containing one year, 2020, of the full-blown pandemic. So they looked at 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20 at the prevalence of certain conditions, including things like heart attack, blood clots to the lung, miscarriages, those sorts of things. And they compared it to the incidence of those same things in the calendar year 2021 and saw an alarming increase in certain things. For example, they saw a 270% increase in myocardial infarction in 2021, a 300% increase in incidence of Bell's palsy and of certain neurologic complaints, uh, a 470% increase in pulmonary embolisms. This is all stuff 
in the eight pages or seven and a half pages of adverse events of special interest for BNT162B2, which also in a separate study is known to lower sperm counts. And of course, we know the menstrual cycle irregularities as well. Stefan Bonsall, CEO of Moderna, said you're just going to get these shots once a year. It's going to be like an iPhone, basically. So the strain of a season, like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone, where, as we know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September uh, and you get new apps. We, we buy the iPhone every September and then we get the new apps and you can get the new vaccines and they have no side effects and then you die. Stupid, stupid humans. I mean, these people are like aliens, really. Or at the very least, these people make some of the greatest authoritarians in history look like people you'd, you'd want to run a daycare. Like this is next level. You ever watch the Food Network, everything, they, they kick it up a notch. It's next level. It's elevated. This is next level, elevated, kicked up a notch. Emerald Lagasse, bam, tyranny. This is a high-tech surveillance state, a high-tech medical technocracy. I mean, there's so many words and so many names. This is totalitarianism. I don't care what you call it. This isn't a world that I want to live in, and it's all based on fraud. Not only is it based on fraud, it's based on magic. They admit to you. Brick says, hey, it's just about belief. The New England Journal of Medicine says masks don't work. They're just talismans. They literally use the word talisman. They're just talismans. Not to mention, if you want to get into the details of that, you should look up this study. I can send you a copy of this too. Or you could type in the headline, Are Masks Bad for You? The Spectator. And then you can find the Nature Scientific Report Journal. 109 people looked at in the study, and they found bacteria grows in bigger colonies on the inside of the mask compared with the outside. Not a big surprise. The types of bacteria that grow, fungus, bacteria, mold, cause respiratory issues. That is July 22nd, 2022. And they have a link to the actual study, or I can send it to you. Bacterial colonies were also higher in cotton masks as opposed to surgical masks. So not only do they not work, but you can also develop respiratory distress as a result of those masks, and they're just a talisman anyway, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. But I am the one who is anti-science. You are the one who's anti-science, right? So here we go. In the last 18 or so minutes of the broadcast this evening, I saved this for last. It's not the main point of tonight's show. It did inspire me for tonight's show. The main point of tonight's show is the Faustian, Faustian bargain. What we've traded and what we've received in return. Illusions of safety, illusions of protection, illusions of doing the right thing, all that gold and silver and jewels, all the riches and power you think you obtain from the deal with the devil. The Faustian bargain has made us poorer, it has made us less powerful. It has confused us, confused our languages like the Tower of Babel. Given people a false sense of security, entitlement, etc. And now the CDC is stepping back and saying, look, it's really up to the individual to decide. It's your decision to take a vaccine. It's your decision to wear a mask. It's your decision if you want to 
quarantine. It's your decision. We recommend you do these things, but it's your decision now. Well, before it was just a recommendation, but the media told you you had to do it. Your boss told you you had to do it. You didn't. It was just a recommendation. Recommendations that turned into policies, turned into mandates that were not laws that could not be enforced unless you participated in them. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to, hundreds, maybe thousands, and how many cases I've dealt with myself. Um, place I worked at in New York, city of Tucson when I moved here. Literally, if you just pulled the mandates or the orders, they were like, you're, you can opt out of it. But your manager doesn't know that. Your manager's scared of losing his job. Business is scared of being sued. But now the CDC says this. Volume 71, Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report, August 11th, 2022. I'd get a copy of this, and I would carry this everywhere with you. I would also carry the federal judge in Florida's order on mask transportation uh, mandates being struck down. I can send you a copy of that. I've actually read all 59, 60 pages of that. And uh, it's, it's an astounding uh, opinion considering the fact that she actually says the court thinks people should be wearing masks, but the CDC doesn't have the authority to implement that kind of uh, authoritarian policy. So, so I can send you a copy of that as well. But this is what the CDC is now saying. As SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, continues to circulate globally, high levels of vaccine and infection-induced immunity and the availability of effective treatments and prevention tools have substantially reduced the risk for medically significant COVID-19 illness. See, they're calling it medically significant. Before, we were told vaccines, mitigation, this would prevent you from getting sick. Then when that turned out to be a lie, we were told, well, it'll prevent you from getting really sick and it'll prevent you from going to the hospital. Then that turns out to be a lie. And then the CDC just says, well, it's going to be with us either way, so we can just kind of live the way that we want to live. And we'd recommend you do these things, but it's your choice anyway. The CDC doesn't have the authority to tell us what is or isn't our choice. That's the bottom line. They are not a legislative body. They do not make laws. CDC goes on to say, these circumstances now allow public health efforts to minimize the individual and societal health impacts of COVID-19 by focusing on sustainable measures to further reduce medically significant illness. That is such an Orwellian term, medically significant illness. You mean like people that had coughs and sniffles that had to stay home from work for a day, for two days, for three days, for a week, to quarantine for 14 days, and then when they said, well, the 14 days is too much, how about 10 days? It's not medically significant now. Medically significant illness, as well to minimize strain on the healthcare system while reducing barriers to social, educational, and economic activity. Oh, so there were barriers to social, educational, and economic activity, like going out to a bar, going out to a movie, going to school, going to class, engaging in commerce. So those, I thought that was a conspiracy theory. I thought none of that happened. No, but, but apparently there were barriers erected to social, educational, economic activity. But see, they never say that your governor did that, your mayor did that. Your congressmen and senators were unwilling to take any responsibility or make a decision in the case because we all trusted the doctors, right? We all trusted the Faustian bargain that we had made with the devil. They say individual risk for medically significant COVID-19 depends on a person's risk for exposure to SARS-CoV-2 and their risk for developing severe illness if infected. Listen to that again. 
your individual risk. That's one of the four new points from the CDC. Your individual risk for medically significant COVID-19. I'm going to read this very slow. Medically significant COVID-19 depends on your risk for exposure to SARS-CoV-2 and your risk for developing severe illness. So your risk of developing a medically significant COVID-19 depends on your risk for exposure to SARS-CoV-2, depending on your risk for exposure to developing severe illness. Read that again to yourself. Find a copy of this. I'll send it to you. And tell me if that makes any sense. If that's not some form of circular logic, I don't know what is. Exposure risk can be mitigated through non-pharmaceutical interventions, including improving ventilation, use of masks or respirators indoors, and testing. Funny, because the last time I checked, improving ventilation meant you did not erect plastic or plexiglass barriers in a restaurant, in a bar, in a grocery store. Because when you erect those barriers, it actually prevents circulation of the air. I remember my my boss, if I could call him that, came up to me and asked me, because I was telling him about this stuff in December of, well, it was December of 2019. And him and everybody else thought I was crazy and nothing's happening. I said, something, believe me, trust me, something bad's going to happen. I showed them the articles. I showed them the studies and what was happening in China, reportedly from what we what information we got. I didn't fully know what was going on either. And then he came to me one day and asked, do you think we should... um." We should uh, uh, have people change their gloves out every transaction. I said, well, if you want to be really clean, like you probably should be doing that at least every couple transactions. He's like, well, we don't have enough money to pay for that. So we'll just they'll just have to you know, keep the gloves on. I was like, but that's the, the studies show if you wear the gloves, it's going to be worse. Well, it makes people feel better. But are you concerned with actually helping people or just making people feel delusional? Because that's what you're doing. And then he got mad at me because I said your plexiglass is preventing the circulation of air. It actually will increase transmission if you believe in transmission of a viral particulate that causes disease. And then and then I, and then, you know, he had an issue with that, too. Oh, what are you you're saying? These I made the decision to put these shields up. I don't care who made the decision. The science says they prevent circulation of air. The CDC is saying you should improve ventilation. So you should probably not have things in the store that are preventing the circulation of air in the store. It's not me. That's what the science says. But nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear what what does the CDC say? And then they don't even read what the CDC says. Just whatever the news reports the CDC says. The risk for medically significant illness increases with age. Well, the risk of death also increases with age. Disability status and underlying medical conditions, which is 95% of the people who died, died of four additional comorbidities. 75,000 people who died, died of Nothing because they didn't exist because they were glitches on a computer screen. CDC's public health recommendations change in response to evolving science. Oh, it's evolving science now. Science evolves. Well, of course, science evolves, right? Of course, science evolves. Evolves. Science changes because we get new information. Well, then stop the rhetoric. Safe, effective, safe, effective, safe, effective, safe, effective. That's not science. That's a rhetoric. That's propaganda. Stop telling us that the science is settled because science evolves. CDC goes on. 
Understand their risk. This is how you should decide your risk. Current priorities for preventing medically significant illness should focus on ensuring that a person understands their risk, takes steps to protect themselves and others through vaccines, therapeutics, and non-pharmaceutical interventions when needed. When needed, meaning you don't always have to do them. Receive testing and wear masks if they have been exposed and receive testing if they are symptomatic. Oh, if they're symptomatic. I thought we were testing everybody, even if they were asymptomatic. Now, just receive tests if you're symptomatic and isolate for around five days if you're infected. So it was 14, now it's five because, well, it's going to stay with us, according to CDC Greta Massetti. No longer severely disrupts our lives, dot, dot, dot. We know that COVID-19 is here to stay. COVID-19 vaccines are highly protective against severe illness and death and provide a lesser degree of protection against asymptomatic and mild infection. So you can test positive, not be sick, but you got the vaccine. How did you test positive? You're asymptomatic. Well, they don't protect against asymptomatic. Well, I thought they didn't. I, I mean, am I stupid? I thought. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. That's what I thought because my president told me that. Well, turns out that's not true. Vaccines won't protect you. Vaccines will actually allow you to be infected because they don't prevent transmission. Because they don't protect against asymptomatic transmission. Because they don't protect against mild infection. So what is the point? More people in Taiwan are dying of the vaccine than dying of the virus. More people are dying in the United States of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, cancer, and cancer-related medical treatments, iatrogenic disease, which is doctor-related death, malpractice, surgeries, etc., unnecessary things, overdosing on prescription drugs, opioid opiate crises, fentanyl overdoses. We have a lot of problems, problems that could be fixed with public education campaigns, not fear tactics, not propaganda, not rhetoric. The CDC says, at all COVID-19 community levels, recommendations emphasizing staying up to date with vaccinations, improving ventilation, testing persons who are symptomatic, and those who have been exposed and isolating infected persons. These are still their recommendations, but you don't have to follow them now. It's up to the individual to decide. People who have had COVID-19 but are not vaccinated have some degree of protection against severe illnesses from their previous infection. Hold on a second. I thought that didn't exist. I thought being infected was not a reason that you could take your mask off and travel or have a job without a vaccine. Now the CDC says, oh, by the way, if you've had COVID-19 and you're not vaccinated, you still have protection against severe illness because of your, quote, previous infection. Somebody needs to go to jail. Infected persons may end isolation after five days. It was 14. Then they said it's 10. Now it's five. Persons who have had access to antigen tests and who choose to use testing to determine when they can discontinue masking should wait to take the test or to wait to take the first test until at least day six and they are without a fever for 24 hours or less, roughly 24 hours, without the use of fever-reducing medication. All their symptoms have improved. But if you have no symptoms, you can still test positive, but the vaccine's not going to prevent that. You can go back to class. You can go back to living your life. It's all cool because, well, Greta Massetti from the CDC says, we know that COVID-19 is here to stay. It's here to stay. 
I wonder how many people have died from social isolation. I wonder how many people have died or have been thrust into poverty or have had their lives detrimentally affected, businesses destroyed, relationships destroyed, based on the lies of people like Dr. Fauci, the lies of people like Dr. Bricks, the lies of people like Joe Biden, the lies of people like Donald Trump. Donald Trump lied. Dr. Fauci lied. Dr. Bricks lied. The CDC lied. Michelle Walensky lied. Republicans lied. Democrats lied. Your family and your friends were lied to. They lied to you. Fear, paranoia, deceit, manipulation, gaslighting, fallacies. Look at what we traded. Look at what we got in response. We got suffering. We have the realization that we've been lied to, but we have to double down because and triple down because and quadruple down and so on and so forth because we can't admit we were wrong. I wore a mask three times during the so-called pandemic. Twice at work for about four or five minutes and I couldn't breathe in it. I took it off. And one time, another time outside of work. One time. I wore those masks because I didn't know. So I started to research it. Somebody at the business I worked at even said, well, Ryan used to wear masks. And I told them, no, I, I wore it once or twice and then I realized I can't breathe in it. Oh, that's not true. No, it is true. I couldn't breathe in it. And then I researched it and I found that, well, the New England Journal of Medicine says it's a talisman. It doesn't work. Doctors, nurses, physicians, medical associates have known for a very long time masks do not prevent the transmission of anything. Now, if you're wearing a hazmat suit, that's different. Masks are a talisman otherwise. Brick says it's just a belief we have the vaccines work. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's all about belief. Talismans, belief. It's... It's the deal we made with the devil. It's the Faustian bargain, the Faustian bargain that we made. We sold our thoughts and our freedoms to the Faustian devil. Faustian bargain we made. What do we get in return? Lies, deceit. What did you think you were going to get making a deal with the devil? What did you think you were going to get making a deal with Satan? What did you think you were going to get making a deal with the legions of hell? And now they're just turning... Everything that we experienced over the last three years into the same response for climate change and global warming. But I can tell you this, the earth is very, very much in a very good position. But I can tell you this, the earth is in a good position. The earth is not dying. Humans are not dying. As unless you're eating unhealthy, smoking, taking drugs and taking vaccines apparently. But everything is fine. The earth is okay. The earth is okay. We have a lot of food. We have a lot of resources. We're going to be okay. And they tell you, they've convinced you that that is a negative way of thinking to talk about these things when in fact, it's actually positive. The world is not ending. We're okay. We're going to be okay. Everything's fine. We have to spit on the ground three times as the old saying goes to void the deal we made with the devil. That Faucian bargain that we made. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We are on air Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, groundzero.radio. 
Aftermath FM, the application. If you're listening elsewhere and it cuts out, tune in to those sources. Find our archive on the website or any of the other radio and podcast players. Please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast Player. Let us know and others know what you think of the show. We have no outside support, no financial backing. Please subscribe to our archive. Please grab a copy of one of my books, www.thesecretteachings.info. I'd really appreciate it. That is the only thing that keeps us on air Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I have an email prepared. I can send it to you with anything from tonight's show. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Mm -hmm.